Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. We live at five. Hey y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Good morning, good morning. Hey, y'all. I'm going to share the video. And so while I'm sharing the video, you do me a favor and you share the video. Thank you, Father. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Hey, y'all. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. My goodness, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. You are good. Come on, y'all. Let's praise him. We thank you, Father God. Give him your gratitude. Give him your gratitude. Give give him your gratitude. The weapons of your warfare are not carnal. Oh, my God. The weapons of your... If I can teach you anything else, (laughs) the weapons of your warfare are not carnal. Oh, my goodness. Give him some praise. Give him some praise. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. The weapons, that thing you need to fight. That thing you need to come against. Come on now. My God. That is not carnal. That is not carnal. Oh, my God. Let God arise and his enemies, which are your enemies, be scattered. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So what is our very first weapon in the morning? It is praise. Come on, y'all. My God. What is our very first weapon in the morning? It is praise. My God. Tell him how good he is. Oh, my God. The best line of defense is a strong, come on now, we're not going to wait till we get offended. We're not going to wait till we get upset. We're not going to wait until things go wrong. Oh my goodness, my God. We're going to dwell in his shadow always. Ooh, come on, y'all. And he inhabits, come on now. My God, he's drawn to praise. He's drawn to your praise. He's drawn to your praise. Father God, I thank you. Father God, I bless you. Father God, I magnify you. Father God, I lift up the name of Jesus. Ooh, come on now. Let's lift up the name of Jesus. 
Father God, I lift up the name of Jesus. Ooh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Ooh, my God. My God. Lord God, I thank you. I lift up the name of Jesus. Ooh, my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Ooh, we glorify you, God. You are such a good father. You are such a faithful father. You are never failing us. Ooh, you are never failing us. You are never, my God, do you know what that means? If he never fails us, that, that means his success rate is 100%. Ooh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to hang out with the person who has a success rate of 100%. Ooh, I, I, don't, I don't know. See, I was a nerd in school. Um, I always wanted to kind of be around the, the smart people. Right. And I had this thing like I wanted my grades to be a certain way. Like it wasn't enough for me just to have good grades. I wanted my grades to be successful. I wanted to be around successful people. I'm going to hang around the person whose success rate is 100 percent. My God, I'm going to hang around the person who will never fail me. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to hang around the person who will never give up on me. I'm going to hang around the person whose promise is yes and amen. Come on now. I'm going to hang out with the person, my God, that knows the vision, the goal. Come on, y'all. And the plan for my life. Ooh, I'm going to stay connected. Ooh, my God. To the person that has the hundred, come on now, God got a hundred, God got a hundred percent, he has never failed you. It may not have walked out, worked out the way that you thought it should, but God has never failed you. He has never forsaken you. He has never left you. Ooh, Jesus. Oh my God, my God. I'm sticking with you, God. I'm sticking with you, God. I'm sticking. I'm sticking with you, God. I'm, I'm sticking. That ought to be your declaration this morning. Lord, I'm sticking with you. Come on, y'all. Lord, Lord, I'm sticking with you. Lord, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with you, God. I'm not sticking with anybody else. I'm sticking with you, Lord. My focus going to be on you, Lord. Ooh, I'm sticking with you. I'm sticking. You never failed me. You've never left me. Ooh, even when I was not in my right mind. Ooh, you continue to pursue and to chase after me. Oh my God. I'm sticking with you. Ooh, I'm, I'm staying with you. My God. Lord God, I'm staying with you. Oh my God. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I don't want to be on anybody else's side. I'm on your, I'm on your side. Come on, y'all. I'm on your side. You know, we love to take sides. Ooh, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm, I'm going, I'm going with the God of gods. I'm going with the King of kings. I'm going with the Lord of lords. I'm going with the Great I Am. I'm going with the Prince of Peace. I'm going with Jehovah Gabor, the one that I know goes. 
I'm going with the provider. I'm going with the protector. I'm I'm go Lord, I'm sticking with you. <laughs> Ooh, my God. I'm I'm sticking. I'm sticking with you. Ooh, my my God. I want to read this to you. Oh my God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. I'm st I'm sticking with you. <laughs> I, I ain't going nowhere else. I don't want to be connected to anything else. Ooh, come on now. I, I don't want to be anywhere else. I'm, I'm sticking with you. I, you my best friend. <laughs> you you my best friend. Ooh, you my best friend. Oh my God. I'm, I'm sticking with you, Lord. I'm sticking with you. I'm going to stick with you. Ooh, my God. Um, Exodus 32 chapter. The children of Israel had become imp impatient. Oh, listen, the children of Israel had become impatient. Oh, Moses had gone up to the mountain oh, to meet face to face with God. Lord, I hear you. Well, the children of Israel had become impatient. That's what had happened. They had become impatient. Ooh. Moses was taking too long. <laughs> so the children of Israel say to Aaron, I need you to do something. <laughs> My God. I'm going to say this one more time. The children of Israel, come on, y'all. Come on now. Oh my God. God is going to unlock something for you this morning. The children of Israel had become impatient. <laughs> and because of their impatience, because of their inability to wait on God, even though they had experienced God, ooh, even though they had watched God go before them, come on now. My God, Lord, I thank you. Even though they had seen him be a pillar of light, even though they had seen him rescue them from the hands of their enemies. Come on, y'all. Even though they had seen God be God so many times before, the children of Israel had become impatient. Ooh. Mama Jeanette, they was impatient. Ooh. They didn't want to wait on the Lord. Ooh. My God. So they, they look at Aaron and they say, do something. They look at Aaron and they say, do something. Make gods for us who will lead us. Ooh. I was talking to some people last night um, and just telling them, it is so easy to be deceived in this season. It is, I, 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 I wish I could put in you everything that the Lord has been showing me in the spirit. It is so easy to be deceived in this season. The enemy is so looking for little tiny ways to deceive you, for little tiny ways for you to be off guard. He is look, he is just looking to deceive. He's, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be him. He would not be him. He he would not be him if he wasn't. So he's just looking for little ways, little, little tiny ways to deceive you. Little tiny ways so that you're not on alert. Ooh. He's looking for your impatience. He's looking for holes. He's looking for gaps. He's looking He's looking for little. It, and, and his ploy in this season 
Can I speak by the Spirit, Lord? Is to throw you off. It's to throw you off. It's to, th it's to throw you off. He's looking for little ways to deceive you. Just little bitty ways. So here it is. They've grown impatient. Lord, let me be mindful of you in absolutely everything. So here it is. They had grown impatient because they thought it was taking too long. They, they had grown impatient because they thought he was taking too long. They thought Moses' Moses's time before the God was too long. So they look at Aaron, who's the priest, and say, do something. Make gods for us who will lead us. <laughs> that Moses, the man who got us out of Egypt, who knows what's happened to him? Ooh, just lying. Just being deceitful. Oh my God. So here's Aaron, foolish. Here, come on, y'all. Here's Aaron, foolish. This is Aaron. He says, Well then, go ahead. Take take the gold off your ears. Rings from your ears and your wives, your sons and daughters, and bring them to me. About, about to take them right back to what they've been delivered from. Ooh! Ooh! Come on, Holy Spirit. About to take them right back to what they've been delivered from. Ooh! Lord, I ask that you open our eyes and open our ears this morning. That we will not be deceived. <laughs> About to take them, about to, about to take them right back, about to take them right back to what they've been delivered from. My God, about to take them right back from, from what they've been removed from. Come on, y'all. So he says, he says, Moses was taking forever and coming down off the mountain. They rallied around Aaron and said, do something. May God's for us who will lead us. That Moses, the man who got us out of Egypt, who knows what's happened to him. First mistake, it was not Moses. It was, it was Moses' obedience, but it was an act of God that had delivered them from Egypt. My God. Ooh, my God. My God. So Aaron said to them, take off the gold rings from the ears of your wives and sons and daughters and bring to me. They did all that. They removed the gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. He took the gold from their hands and cast it in the form of a calf, shaping it. And engraving the two, the people responded with enthusiasm. <laughs> These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up from Egypt. Aaron, taking in the situation, built an altar before the calf. <laughs> Lord, open the eyes of our understanding. Give us revelation and knowledge in your word. <laughs> Do not allow us to build altars. To absolutely anything that is not you. Ooh. Reverse my God. Reverse the curses that have been spoken over us. Reverse the words that have even been spoken out of our mouth. He said, He said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you from Egypt. Aaron taking in the situation, built an altar before the calf. Aaron then announced, Tomorrow is a feast day to God. Early the next morning, the people got up and offered whole burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. The people sat down to eat and drink and then began to party. It turned into a wild party. God spoke to Moses, go, get down there. 
Your people from whom you brought out the land of Egypt has fallen to pieces. In no time at all, they turned away from the way I commanded them. They made a molten calf and worshipped it. They sacrificed to it and said, These are the gods, O Israel, that brought us from Egypt. God says to Moses, I look at this people with a stubborn, hard-headed people. Let me alone now give my anger free reign to burst in flames and incinerate them. But I'll make a great nation out of you, Moses. <laughs> Moses tried to calm his God down. He said, why, God, would you lose your temper with your people? Why? You brought them out of Egypt in a tremendous de demonstration. Here we see Moses interceding for them. <laughs> he said, stop your anger. Think twice about bringing evil against your people. Think of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. He begins to remind him of the covenant promise. He said, think of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants to whom you gave your word, telling them, I will give you many children, as many as the stars in the sky, and I'll give this land to your children as your land forever. And at the point that he reminds God, God of his promise, God begins to think twice. And then he decided not to do the evil he had threatened against his people. Moses turned around and came down from the mountain carrying the two tablets of the testimony. The tablets were written on both sides, front and back. God made the tablets and God wrote the tablets and engraved them. When Joshua heard the sound of the people shouting noisily, he said to Moses, that's the sound of war in the camp. But Moses said, those aren't songs of victory. And those aren't songs of defeat. I hear songs of people throwing parties. Holy Spirit, reveal to us the things in our lives that are not like God. Come on now, ask him this morning. Lord, reveal to, <laughs> reveal to me the things in my life that are not like you. He said, these are, <laughs> these are not, he said, that's not what they're doing, Joshua. They're throwing a party. They're kicking it. They've turned back to their old ways. Ooh. They've resurrected a God. They were too impatient to wait on the word for the Lord of the Lord that they begin to construct their own realities. Come on, y'all. They begin to construct their own realities. They begin to do their own things. My God. And that's, that it, that's what it was. When Moses came to near the camp and saw the calf and the people dancing, his anger flared. He threw down the tables and smashed them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. He took the calf that they had made, melted it down with fire, pulverized it to powder, then scattered it on the water and made the Israelites drink it. Moses said to Aaron, what on earth? <laughs> Woo! What on earth did these people ever do to you that you involved them in this huge sin? Aaron, what was you thinking? <laughs> What was you thinking, Aaron? Aaron said, Master, don't be angry. You know this people and how set on evil they are. They said to me, make us gods who lead us. The Moses, this Moses, the man who brought us out of Egypt. We don't know what happened to him. Lord, do not let us be foolish. Do not let us be wise in our own eyes. Do not let us be given over to temptation. Ooh, my God. Do not let us misconstrue your truth. He said, so I said, who has gold? And they took off their jewelry and gave it to me. I threw it in the fire and out came the calf. 
Moses saw that the people were simply running wild. Aaron had let them run wild, disgracing themselves before their enemies. He took up a position at the entrance to the camp and said, Whoever is on God's side, come on, y'all. Whoever is on God's side, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Whoever's on God's side, come on, come on. Whoever's on God's side, he said, you join me. My God, my God, my God. He said, whoever's on God's side, who, whoever's on God's side, you, you join me. Come on, y'all. Whoever's on God's side, you, you join me. Oh, he said, whoever, whoever's on God's side, my God, whoever's on the Lord's side, you join me. Oh, my God. Then this is what he says. I hear you, Holy Spirit. He says, he told them, here's God's order. All the Levites stepped out. All the Levites stepped up. He then told them, he says, God's order, the God of Israel, strap on your swords. You, you cannot compromise in this season. You, you cannot compromise in, in this season. Father God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for opening our eyes to see. Let us not be compromised. Ooh, let us not sway to the right or to the left. Let us not be lukewarm in this season. Come on, y'all. He says, he says, Moses saw, he says, whoever's on God's side, you join me. All the Levites stepped up. He then told them God's order, the gods of Israel, strap on your swords and go to work. Crisscross the camp from one end to the other. Kill brother, kill friend, kill neighbor. The Levites carried out God's order. 3,000 of the people were killed that day. Moses said, you confirmed your ordination today. And at, a, and at a great cost, even killing your sons and your brothers. And God has blessed you. Ooh, my God. My God. Let me just read this. I'm going to give you more revelation. Then the next day, Moses addressed the people. You've sinned an enormous sin. But I'm going to go up to God. Maybe I'll be able to clear you of your sin. Moses went back to God and said, this is terrible. The people have sinned. It's an enormous sin. They made gods of gold for themselves. And now if you will only forgive their sin. <laughs> but if not, erase me out of the book you've written. God said, Moses, I'll only erase from my book those who sin against me. For right now you go and lead the people to where I told you. Look. My angel is going ahead of you. On the day, though, when I settle accounts, their sins will certainly be a part of the settlement. Woo! And then God sent a plague on the people because of the calf they have had. Father God, we thank you for Jesus. Let's skip over to Ephesians. Father, I thank you for your word. <laughs> who is on the Lord's side? Come on. I know it's deep. Who, who, is, who, is, who is on the Lord's side? Who, who is on... Who is on the Lord's side? I know, I know it's deep. I know, I know it's deep. I, I know it's deep. Ephesians 6 and 10. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him. And in the power of his might, put on your full armor of God 
for his precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavily armored soldier so that you may be able to successfully stand against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. We are not contending with physical people. We are not contending with physical principalities. You're going to have to make a decision in this season whose side you on. You're you going to have to, you, you, you cannot battle this season in your life in the flesh. Ooh, my God. This ain't no hype. This ain't no hyped up this message. This is a word of wisdom. This, this, this is the word of wisdom from the Lord. Ooh, this is a word of wisdom from the Lord. You can, you cannot in this season. Ooh, my God. You got to be very clear of the side you stand on. Ooh, there shall be no other God before him. There shall be made in us no graven image. Ooh, come on now. Who is on the Lord's side? Who, who is on? You cannot play with this thing. You, you cannot play. You, you cannot play. You got, you cannot be lukewarm. You cannot stand in the middle. You cannot stand. You can, he told the church of Laodicea. He said, I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> he said, he said, I'm sick of, I'm sick of y'all. Y'all so in the middle. You won't be hot. You won't be cold. He said, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. You lukewarm. Can I tell you about lukewarm environments? Lukewarm environments going to breed contempt. <laughs> lukewarm environments are going to breed bacteria. Ooh. You can't afford to be lukewarm in this season. Whose side are you on? <laughs> Whose side are you on you whose side you got to make a decision whose side are you on Ooh, who it ain't it ain't no i'm standing in the middle it ain't no i'm just trying to appease and make sure everybody good and make sure everybody because can i tell you something he's coming for our babies Ooh, he's coming for our families He's coming for your future. He has an assignment against your life. You got to make a decision. You cannot go back to the things that you once did. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Ooh. And this can't be in such, it can't be in one area. This got to be your all-encompassing life. He says, so put on the full armor of God, for his precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavenly armored soldier, so that you may be able to successfully stand against all the schemes and the, the, the strategies and the deceit seats of the devil. Ooh, you got to be heavily armed in this season. Ooh, you got to be heavily armed in this season. He said... He says, so that you may be able to successfully stand against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the devil. And your heavenly arms comes with having a made up mind. You know what? I got to be in, 
I got to make the decision on whose side I'm going to be on. I got I got to make the decision that I'm going to be on God's side or the devil's. I, I've got to make I can I got to make the decision that I cannot afford to be lukewarm any longer. Come on now. He says, "For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical components, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly supernatural places." My God, my God, Lord, I thank you for equipping us in your word this morning to thwart every plan, every plot, and every attack of the enemy. He says, therefore, put on the complete armor of God so you'll be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands, Stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. So stand firm and hold your ground. Having tightened, oh, you got to tighten, having tightened the wide band of truth. You got to tighten the band of truth. Ooh, this is just the word of the Lord. You got to tighten the band of truth. Come on, y'all. You got to tighten. Say, I got it said, declare it this morning. I got to tighten the band of truth. Ooh, I can't let my band of truth be loose. Ooh, I got to tighten the band of truth. He said, you got to tighten the band of truth. That's personal integrity. And that's your moral, moral courage. I got to tighten my integrity. Ooh, I got to be bold in this season. Ooh, come on, y'all. I got to tighten. I got to tighten up. I got to tighten my belt of truth. Woo! I got to let the word of God be my truth. I can't afford to let anything else be my truth. I'm going to have to tighten that truth up. I'm going to have to tighten my personal integrity. I'm going to have to tighten my moral courage. Woo! I'm going to have to be bold. I'm going to have to be forthcoming. I'm going to have to stand in the truth of word of God. I can't afford to do nothing else in this season. Can I tell you something? He's looking for little gaps. He's looking for inconsistency. He's looking for compromise. He's looking for where you people pleasing. The enemy is, he watches your patterns. He watches. He's looking for your personal integrity. He's looking where you compromise. He's looking for where you... That's what happened to Aaron. Aaron wasn't morally courageous. When they were asking him to make them another God, Aaron should have said, absolutely not. But the demand of the people and his decision to please the people over pleasing God, let him construct an idol and a God. Ooh. constructed an altar and a God in impatience and not waiting. So he says, he says, you're going to have to tighten your truth. You're going to have to tighten your integrity. You're going to have to tighten your moral courage. You, you cannot afford to be tired in this season. You cannot afford to let little things escape you. You, you cannot afford to let little things not be a very big deal. They are a very big 
deal. I'm telling you, the enemy looking for just a little bit. So you got to tighten your band up around your waist. And then you got to put on your breastplate of righteousness. Your upright heart. Ooh. And then strapped, strapped on your feet. The gospel of peace. Strapped on your feet. Not just on your feet. Not just, you ain't, you ain't talking about slipping on a pair of shoes. You ain't throwing on a little flops. You're not throwing on a little sandal. You're going to have to strap on your feet. <laughs> the gospel of peace and preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness that can only be produced by the good news. <laughs> Jesus was already bruised for our iniquities. He was already chastised for our peace. He already took it on. You got to strap on the gospel. You going to have to strap the gospel of peace on. Ooh! I'm talking about some straps, not no loose, not no loose straps. You not no you going to have to strap not loosely. Come on y'all. You got to strap on the gospel of peace. Ooh, Jesus. This is the only way you're going to be able to stand firm-footed against the stability, against the readiness, against the I remember one time my 24-year-old uh, had started driving. And my husband said to him, he said, um, don't drive with your flops on, your slides. He said, don't drive with those. He said, you just learning to drive. He said, he told him, he said, do not drive with your slides on. He said, you need to drive with a shoe on. He said, for safety. And my son was like, oh, all my friends, you know, he just went on about his business. My husband kept telling him, he said, you need to put a shoe on. Don't drive with your slides on. He said, now they'll have grip on them. Um, if anything goes wrong, well, maybe a week or two later, my son had not listened to my husband. He got in the car and he wound up backing into somebody. When, when I asked him what happened, he said, my feet slipped. What did he have on his feet? He had on them slides. He, he, had, on those, he had on those slides. You're going to have to step on your feet the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness that's produced by the good news. You got to know the gospel. You got to understand your righteousness. You got to know who you are in Christ Jesus. You got to know the benefit of the cross. You got to know, you got to know the gospel of peace is the thing that keeps you firm footed against the enemy. Ooh. Then it says above all, lift up the protective shield of faith in which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. You extinguish his arrows through faith. You extinguish his arrows through the word of God. That's why we confessing the word of God. Can I tell you what the word of God does? The word of God locks up. Ooh, Jesus. The word of God locks up. The word of God locks up. When you have immoral thoughts, when you have wicked imaginations, when you have things going on, exalting themselves, then what the word of God does, it arrests those things. Ooh. Ooh. 
Thank you, Father. It arrests, it's getting ready to arrest those things. It's going to arrest them. This is why you need the word of God. You need the word of God so you can arrest those thoughts. You need the word of God so you can arrest those things. My God, the word of God puts those things under arrest. The, the word of God stops the enemy in his trap. The blood of Jesus, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, you're, this is not a flesh war. <laughs> this is not a flesh war for your family. This is not a flesh war for your health. This is not a flesh war for your finances. Can I tell you something? <laughs> Anytime, I cannot just be real. We are so passive when it comes to the enemy. Like we don't even know he's defeated. We are so passive when it comes to the enemy. I can, I can write a declaration. I'm just being honest. I can write a declaration for blessings. I can talk about blessings and people like hyped up. Boom, 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 boom. I can show somebody how to position themselves against the enemy and we seem to clamor up. Like we ain't got no authority over him. So then he just in our house operating as if he belongs there. It's time for you to send the devil an eviction notice. <laughs> it's time for him, you to send the devil an eviction notice just by landing and standing in the truth of the word of God. It, it's time for you to gird yourself in truth and air. You know, it don't take, God is sovereign. It, it don't take all that. God is sovereign, but it, he gave you the power in the earth. <laughs> he gave you the power in the earth. God is sovereign, but he turned power over, over the enemy to you. <laughs> you. He gave you power. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, in the name of Jesus, You'll cast out demons and devils and treadles. He gave you the power. He gave you the power over the principalities. He gave you the ability to, to, to wage war against the enemy. Oh, my God. It's time for you to serve Satan up an eviction notice. And you don't plead with him. You command him to go in the name of Jesus. I command you to go. I command you to go. In the name of Jesus, you cannot afford to be passive in this season. You cannot afford to be lukewarm in this season. You can, you cannot, you've got to make the decision that I'm going to be over the Lord's side. Get up, Kelly, get up. Kelly, get up. Kelly, get up. You have authority over your body. You command your body and tell your body to perform according to the word of God. You, Kelly, get up. Get up. Walk around your house. Tell your body, you tell it every day the way it needs to go. You tell your, you command the spirit of infirmity out your body in the name of Jesus. You decree and declare what the word of God said. You do not plead with sickness. You do not plead with disease. You do not plead and beg the enemy. You command him to go in the name of Jesus. You command the spirit of infirmity to get out your house to get out your body. Get up and walk around, woman of God. Get up and walk your neighborhood. Get up and walk in your house. Get up out your bed. Don't let him mope. Don't let him let you complain. Don't let him make you think that this sickness is greater than God. 
That sickness is not greater than God. That sickness is not greater than the blood of Jesus. You command in the name of Jesus, the spirit of infirmity to go in Jesus' name. There is no principality. There is no demon. There is no force of darkness that's greater than the blood of Jesus. Your victory has been sealed in Christ Jesus. We cannot afford to be timid, be sitting around like we ain't got no authority, like we ain't got no power in Christ Jesus. Just sit, just laying back. Just like, no, no, hell, hell don't belong in my house. Hell don't belong in my house. If there's anything in your life, you ask the Lord, Lord, I show me anything in my life that does not line up with you. Show me anything that may be giving access to the enemy in my house. That's the first stage. Show me, show me anything that does not line up. Show me anything that may be giving access to the enemy. That's the thing that's sucking the power. Ooh! See, the enemy looks for the thing that's sucking the power. Come on now. The, the enemy looks for the thing that's sucking the power. Ooh! Pride could be sucking the power. Worry could be sucking the power. In this season, he loves distractions and disagreement. Ooh! Distractions and disagreement can be sucking the power. The enemy is looking for whatever can suck out your power. The enemy is looking for anything that gives him a foothold. So first, your first thing, Father God, in the name of Jesus, reveal to me. I'm, I'm testing my own heart. Reveal to me if there's anything in my life that would give the enemy a foothold in my life. Reveal to me if there's anything that I'm doing that get, would give him access to my life. And then pause and let God reveal it to you. If there's, even if, there, if there's something revealed, deal with it. Repent of it. If it's something in your house that's a point of access, take it and throw it away. If the Lord shows you something, God, the principality, man, is so much to this. So once you get revelation of it, once you, and this isn't for Kelly, this is just period. Once you get revelation, if God reveals to you there's anything you need to repent from, then you repent. You audibly repent. Father God, in the name of Jesus, please forgive me for pride. Father God, in the name of Jesus, please forgive me for strife. Father God, in the name of Jesus, please forgive me, forgive me for disobeying you. Whatever it is, you repent of those things. Whatever it is that you did not do that God asked you to do, repent. Once you repent for those things, in the name of Jesus, that seals off that hole. I'm just giving you the instructions, given to me. That seals off that hole. That hole is then sealed off. Once the, seal, once the hole is sealed off, right? Once the hole is sealed off. Ooh, shit, I can't. Once the hole is sealed off, then you position yourself. Because now he doesn't have a foothold. Now does, he doesn't have a foothold. Yo, he doesn't have a foothold. He has a, so once you seal him off, then you command Every principality in the name of Jesus, anything in my house that is not like God, you must go in the name of Jesus. I command anything in my house that is not like God, you must go in the name of Jesus. I command anything in my body, in my sinus cavity, in my stomach, in my eyesight, you must go in the name of Jesus. I command anything. Take the same authority to your workplace. I command anything in my office that is not like God. You must go in the name of Jesus. Ooh. I command. I command. 
I command. When Jesus rebuked, he commanded. He commanded. He demanded it go. Ooh, I command. I command the spirit of infirmity to get out of Kelly's house in the name of Jesus. Then once you command in the name of Jesus, you just plead the anointing. You ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come into my house. And then wherever you, you can just go through and pray through your house. You can just anoint your walls with oil. The anointing is just a sign. My God, you can do this. You ain't got to wait on no priest to do this. You can set your sanctuary and then you close access to the enemy. My God, I close off every access to the enemy in the name of Jesus. And you are not allowed to return here. Woo! That's power. You're not allowed to circle back here. You're not allowed to come in again. You're, you're not. There's a scripture in the word that says, if we knew the strong man was coming. Let me give it to you. <laughs> let me give it to you and then we go. Woo! I thank you for this this morning. I thank you for this. I thank you for this this morning. I, I thank you for this this morning. If we knew the strong man was coming, right? If we knew the strong man was coming, if I really knew the strong man was coming, then I would get up and prepare myself differently, right? If you knew somebody was about to break in your house, you would not allow them to break in your house. <laughs> so at this point, I'm reordering my day in the word. Come on, y'all. I'm reordering my day. I reorder my day in the word. <laughs> Mark 14 and 38, you need to be watching. And how we watch is according to the spirit. Ooh, come on now. You, you got to be watching. You got to be guarding. You got to be out. You got to be looking out. My God. So I set myself in place to command my morning. To command my day. To even invite the Holy Spirit into my house. Bring peace. That's why I open my door. Holy Spirit, come into my house. Bring peace. It's just symbolic for me. Bring peace in my house. Bring your love. Bring your joy. Bring your strength. Bring your power. Because I cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit. Jesus told me that. He said, I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you a teacher. I'm going to send you an advocate. Even to get to your next level, you cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit advocating for you. Deshauna, you've been confessing new clients. You need to tell the Holy Spirit to speak in the ear of every client that's supposed to be attached to you. The Holy Spirit advocates for you. Oh my God. That's for every business owner on here. That's for every person that needs a divine connection in their life right now. You don't advocate for yourself. The Holy Spirit is your advocate. You don't have to perform tricks. You don't even have to do everything else. I believe in marketing. I believe in some other things. But you need the Holy Spirit more than you need anything else. When you look like you're losing a war, you, bu you buckle your, tr your truth. You put on your breastplate of righteousness. Understand what your righteousness is giving you. You strap on your feet the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy. You pick up your shield of faith because without faith it's impossible to please God. You place on your helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests. Y'all stop giving these generalized requests. 
You need to pray specifically with what you need to see done. Lord, just bless me. Bless you with what? What you need God to bless you with? Well, he knows. No. You have the authority on this earth. You bring heaven to the earth. You bring the kingdom come. The will be done. Come on now. What? Be specific. These general, these general, I just got a, I just got an unspoken request. Okay. I'm going to get an alignment with you. But you need to be telling somebody specifically what it is you need. You need to tell the Lord what it is you need. <laughs> you need to be, just Lord, bless, bless me with what? Bless me with good health. Bless me in my right mind. Bless me and provide for me. You, you need to be specific. It says, specific requests at all times, on every occasion, and in every season. And can I tell you this? And then we gone. <laughs> you will learn to pray. I'm decreeing and declaring that you're going to learn to pray according to your seasons. That you learn to pray according to your seasons. That you never again are blind to the season that you're in. And that you learn to pray according to your seasons. Because sometimes it's a season of war. Sometimes it's a season of rest. You got to know what season you're in. Lord, I thank you that you're giving us the skill set, the strategies, and the power of the Holy Spirit. So that we learn how to pray according to our seasons. Come on, y'all. He says, in the spirit and with this in view, stay alert. Woo! Say that. I got to stay alert. I cannot afford to be distracted. I gave you two. I told, I told you two things that he's doing in this season. Distractions and disagreements are his two things in this season. Distractions. I'm giving you this. By the Spirit, not by Lakeisha. Two things that he's amping up in this season right now is easily distracted, easily distracted, and he's also disagreement. He loves for us to be in disagreement. He wants the body of Christ to be in disagreement. He wants your household to be in disagreement. He wants you to be in disagreement with your children. That You got to stay alert. Two things in this season, distractions and disagreements. Woo! So, this is why you got to be in the spirit. He says, and with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. Distractions and disagreements is what he loves in this season. So, you got to put on your whole armor of God. You got to put on your, and you got to meditate. I need to give you this. You got to meditate on his word day and night. Here is why. The other day we were covering this scripture in the prayer time. And I said, um, let's back up. First part, Psalms 1. It said, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or set his foot on the path of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. <laughs> he is like a tree planted by the streams of water. What plants you? Come on. Somebody answer. What plants you? I know this is a little different this morning. But what plants you? Tell me what plants you. I need to know you understand. What plants you? He said. He is like a tree. That's planted. 
like a leaf. Come on. He says, he's like a tree planted by streams of water, yielding its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither and who does not prosper you. What is What plants you? The word of God. What plants you? Come on. It's the word of God. So if the word of God is what plants you, if the word of God is what helps you yield fruit in season, if the word of God is what causes your leaf to not wither, if the word of God is what causes you to prosper in all that you do, <laughs> if the word of God is what keeps you from being like the wicked, <laughs> Then what, what what might you need to spend more time doing? What what might you need to spend more time doing? Woo! What might what might you because if I now go back to what I told you. If I'm distracted or I'm in disagreements, what am I not meditating on? Woo! Go back. If I'm distracted or disagreeing. What am I not meditating on? Woo! And when I meditate, I mull over it. When I meditate, I chew it up. When I meditate it, I di dissect it. When I meditate it, it gets inside of me and it becomes my truth. Somebody, it don't, it don't take all that. It takes all that if you want to be planted. It takes all that if you want to yield fruit in each season. It takes all that if you want your leaves to not wither. It takes all that if you want to prosper in all that you do. You got to meditate the word of God day and night. So the other night, and we get ready to do our confessions. I was talking about this with the boys, meditating the word at night. And Josiah's eyes got big. And he says, Mother, when we meditate the word in the morning, we were talking about study habits. Because Judah was, Judah's been struggling sometimes with his study habits. He said, when we meditate the word in the morning, and then we meditate the word at night, he said, it becomes our shield of defense. He says, mama, that, that means then the word becomes our shield of offense. So then we, we guard it in the morning. Come on now. And we guard it at night. Right? And then everything else is taken care of in between. Ooh! If my mind set on him at night, then, then the word will deal with the night terrors. Come on, y'all. Then I ain't got to be anxious for getting up. It, it, I ain't got to be anxious in the morning when I get up. And then Judah J says, man, mama, then you can receive brand new mercy." Then you can receive the brand new mercies. He says, so if I meditate on the word in the morning, I meditate on the word at night, it becomes the shield. Ooh! And then it makes it easier for me to pull out my sword. And then Judah said, then I can come and receive the brand new mercies that's promised to me daily. And I'll have a trouble and a time receive. I'm not going to take tomorrow into my next day. I'm not going to take tomorrow into my next day. The reason I'm not going to take tomorrow into my next day is because I understand that I'm promised brand new mercies daily. But I'll never get that if I don't meditate the word of God day and night. <laughs> so, I'm ending with this. 
Psalms 1. Blessed is the man, blessed is the woman who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or set the foot on the path of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord and his law he meditates day and night. He's like a tree. When I'm, when I'm meditating day and night, I'm planted by streams of water. I'm going to yield fruit in every season. My leaf is not going to weather. And I'm going to prosper in everything that I do. Because the word of God, my delight in his word. Not just the word, but the delight in the word. My delight in it. Do you know what it means to delight in the word? That I want, I want, <laughs> I'm, I'm greatly pleased with the word. I'm going to choose the word of God before I choose anything else. That's it. Oof, that was powerful. Lord, thank you for the word of wisdom today. Thank you that we give get knowledge and understanding in who of who and what you say we are in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for removing the scales off our eyes. We thank you for giving us ears to hear. In Jesus' name. Now let me give you one more, a couple more things. I need you to, uh, we're going to do our confessions. But recently, the Lord has just been really saying to me, don't forget those things that um, got you to where you are. So I'm going to say to you, because it keeps repeating in my spirit, and I just keep sharing it with people. Don't forget the things that got you to where you are. Remember yesterday, the found, we were talking about the foundation, the milk things. For, don't forget the foundational things that got you where you are. <laughs> that don't, don't forget the foundational things that got, got you where you are. Don't let the enemy trick you out of that to make you think those things are not necessary. When I'm talking about foundational, your, your passion towards the things of God, your fervency, the things you connect to, the things you do. Do not let you, don't, do not forget them foundational things. <laughs> Back to the basics. Keep the basics in line. You know how you protected your time to study the word of God? You know how you were very protective about who you are allowed to say certain things to you? Your time before God, you know, your fervency, back to your first love. Don't, don't forget those foundational things. They're necessary, important. The foundation is always necessary. So don't forget those foundational things. You need them. No. <laughs> Even when you're growing, even when you're on meat, you still need the foundation. You need to be operating in the foundation. <clears throat> the enemy make, loves to make you think those foundational things are not important. You need, you need the foundation. Let's do our confessions. Ooh. Oh, I got, I think I got one more on-campus spot for Pillow Talk. So if you want the one more on-campus spot for Pillow Talk, you need to go on and get registered for that today. The online portion for registration will stay open to the weekend. But Pillow Talk is next Friday and Saturday. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. God keeps talking to me about Pillow Talk. I, can, I cannot wait. So we have, I think, one or either two slots left for the online campus. I mean the on-campus. And then Monday, uh, Monday, I think it's going to be Monday or Tuesday, registration will close for Pillow Talk altogether the virtual campus, which is going to be so powerful. Um, you can still get registered for that. I think it's only one or two spots left.
for campus, the on-campus. So snatch your spot. Don't miss it. <laughs> snatch your spot. Do not. Don't miss it. Don't. Don't miss it. Don't. Don't miss it. Let's get our confessions in. I'm a new creature, and she just dropped the link for you to register. She said, I'm a new creature, new creature in Christ. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Woo! I've died and been raised with Christ and now seated in heavenly places. I'm dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, but every tongue that rises against me in judgment I shall show to be in wrong. I prosper in everything I put my hands to. I have prosperity in all areas of my life, spiritually, financially, mentally, and socially. I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down every imagination and every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Therefore, all my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on the negative things he offers me. I don't speak negative things. I'm purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. I will speak forth the righteousness of God all day long. I never bond a sister or brother with the words of my mouth. I'm always a positive encouragement. I edify and build up. I never tear down or destroy. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm slow to speak, quick to hear, and slow to anger. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. I study the word of God. I will pray. I never get tired or grow weary when I study the word, pray, minister, or praise God. But I'm alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. I'm a giver. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I love to give. I have plenty of money to give away all the time. I cast all my care on the Lord, for he cares for me. I don't have a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of sound mind. I do not fear and I'm not guilty. I'm not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. I do not judge my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh. I'm a spiritual man and I'm judged by no one. I operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are tongues and interpretation of tongues, the working of miracles, discerning of spirits, the word of flesh, I'm almost throughout. I pray in all the gifts of us with the tongues, interpretation of tongues, the working of miracles, discerning of spirits, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, healing, and prophecy. I walk in the spirit all the time. I've been set free. I'm free to love, to worship with trust, with no fear of rejection or being hurt. I have compassion and understanding for all people. I do not hate or walk in unforgiveness. I catch the enemy in all his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose whether to believe the word of God. Work is good. I enjoy work. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence, making the most of all my time. I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility and I rise to every responsibility in Jesus. I'm creative because the Holy Spirit lives in me. I take good care of my body. I eat right. I look good. I feel good. And I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore all my pain. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I have a teachable spirit. Woo, thank you, Lord. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. I do what I say I will do and I get where I'm going on time. I don't hurry and rush. I do one thing at a time. I'm anointed of God for ministry. 
I'm an obedient wife and no rebellion operates in me. My husband is wise. He is the king and priest of our home. He makes godly decisions. All my children have lots of Christian friends and God has set aside a Christian wife or husband for each of them. My children love to pray and study the word of God. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices according to the word of God. My, all my household are blessed in their deeds. We're blessed when we come in and blessed when we go out. And all that I own is paid for. And I owe no man nothing but to love her. Those com confessions can be found on Joyce Meyer's website. So you can go get those confessions off of there. Two things. Do me a favor. If the Lord, if the word of the Lord has been a blessing to you, go to the website and give LakeishaMJohnson.com or cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. Um, and you can find out all the ways that we uh, go to work, that we spread the gospel, um, the way we serve our community. This weekend, we have Feed the Streets. Um, if you want to volunteer for Feed the Streets, we would love to see you. Um, you can send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com. That would typically be Shonda's program, but I will be leading Feed the Streets this weekend. Um, because she has been, she's taking healing. So continue to lift up Shonda Mallory. Um, we just thank God for his power. We thank you for his transforming power. So go over to the website. Um, ladies, Bible study is back Monday. We're starting our new book. Um, this Friday, 12 noon, we have our noonday devotional, Coffee and Conversations daily devotional. Last part of if that I need to share with you. And then we will start our new chapter, our new book, which is um, Chase That Lion. That's kind of for my movers, shakers, my entrepreneurs, anybody that wants to find vision and their purpose. Um, also, what else? My other little announcements. I think that's it. Um, so we'll have If Today at Noon. We will be back at Bible Study on Monday. Um, also, The Single You. I'll be dropping another video in Single You. This Single You has been so personal. It's been so personal. God has just given us little bit, tidbit things to meditate on. So make sure you do your meditations, your assignments, and your journals in single you. Um, and I love y'all. And I decree and declare this will be a restorative weekend for you. That you will experience the power of God like never before. Ooh. Just because you... That's it. The Holy Spirit said, leave it before that you'll experience the power of God like never before. So I'll see y'all today at 12 noon. For those of y'all who participate in the noonday Bible study on Fridays, I will see ladies back on Monday for Bible study. I will see you back Monday morning live at 5. Invite yourself, your friend in. Share. This word is needed in this season. Do not be distracted and do not get into disagreements. That's from the Lord. No distractions, no disagreements, so you can wield your sword properly. I see y'all back Monday at 5 a.m. Lord, I love you. I thank you. I bless you. You are my shield. You are my fortress. You are my God and whom I trust. Also, don't forget, um, we're working on getting a building for the soup kitchen. Y'all don't forget that. Um, for those of you that made pledges or said you would be involved in that process, you could always go give towards that as well. Um, we need a building. I, I'm going to decree and declare that it's time for us to have our own physical gathering place 
a building for us to be able to do more things that we want to do for the Lord. So I'm thanking the Lord right now in the name of Jesus for our building. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for the resources for the building. I thank you, Father God, for the people in the position and you going before us and opening doors to us that no man can shut. Shut. <laughs> oh, I want. Can I just speak out of my heart? It's so many ways I want to serve y'all. <laughs> it's so many ways I want to serve people. And I know the next point of access is the building. So Lord, I thank you for the building in Jesus name. Amen. I love y'all. God loves you. I love you. I love you. Lord, I thank you for giving more seed to the sower. Ooh. I thank you for giving more seed to sower. I thank you for more food, fruit being abound to their account. I thank you, Father God, that they will begin to honor you in every way and thought, deed, and action. In Jesus' name, amen. Live at 5 on Monday. Thank you for agreement. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your partnership. It means more than you know. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, I'll see y'all live at 5. Peace. Woo. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.